0: Ramblings from nowhere. I'm Jason Hall and joining me once again this week is my wonderful co host, Mr. Clay Dotson. Clay, what's hello, happening this
1: week?
0: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what's Doing been going fun? on this week,
1: man? Uh nothing really, man. Just uh I feel like I'm gonna add like a flamethrower or something to my Jeep and a bunch of other like stuff because driving around in this city is just garbage. It's terrible. I feel like it's always going to be like some kind of twisted metal type game where you just well, going to run into people
0: well it is cool I mean you know what can you say just imagine if oh yeah hey, been... that's go ahead no oh, yeah. oh, I insist you go uh,
1: ahead. oh okay well whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever I was going to say this podcast has been brought to you by Hembo's three, Hembos so good they made it three times.
0: Well, first of all, there's actually only two, and secondly, <laughs> um, one can that, dream. It's not that good.
1: One can dream of a Hembos I know you've been. Dream. I
0: know you've been dying to get that in there since we started this <laughs> little endeavor. So, hey man, what's been happening this week? Anything? Uh, nothing really. I mean, did you not? Did Did you not go to the comic shop?
1: Oh yeah, well today is Comic book Day, of course. I did get House of X three, and okay. you can't speak too much to it. No, it's good. It actually kind of just get it, kind of it gets back to x men like you know this crazy's been going on going back in the, you know the the well going forward in the future, stuff like that. this is like a it's a space mission and it's just fun, good old x men but I'm starting to get weirded out by professor Xavier I'm more, I'm starting to think there's something very sinister going on but
0: I've, I've thought that since the beginning um again, I haven't read it, I mean in years, so you know I don't know what's actually happened previously, so we'll see.
1: One thing uh, I did notice was the uh, the comic shop, though, there was probably about three or four, maybe actually five people in there, and uh, they're getting all the new releases for the week. And I was going to grab the House of X, you know, the issue, because Mike said, uh, hey, man, just go ahead and grab one. I didn't put one up for you. And I was like, that's cool. And the thing that annoys me with comic books, especially with Marvel DC, are the variant covers. I think this House of X3 had like five or six variant covers. But this dude in front of me like grabs all four. Had you know? all of them, yeah. Yeah, and just to come to find out, Mike was already holding
0: comic books for him. Well, I, like I won't give him too much. I won't give too much flack because uh, I used to be one of those dudes that you had to have all the variant covers and everything. So you know. I
1: know. I know. I was at first I was appalled, but then I remember it mm-hmm. was it, the Darkness comic book that uh, yeah. they came out with. What was it? Twenty? I think, I think it was his twentieth issue, right? And they had like well,
0: twenty. 20 there variant was, covers. There was that one, and um, what was that? J. Scott Campbell. Uh, Danger Girl. Danger Girl. Um, like on the 13th issue, I believe it was. They had 13 different covers, and I can remember just having to have the uh, Pulp Fiction one. So Yeah, I, mean, I remember. I, was, I think
1: got like, I think bought like eight variant covers of that Darkness comic. Yeah, and I want to go ahead. Well, that's when I was like, you know, like twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, and so here I am, thirty seven, just looking back as like a, a former addict, and I wasn't looking down on the guy, but it just made me think, God, I was like that one time. Like, who cares? And I also I w- think that's what's wrong with the comic book industry, though, is just doing these variant
0: covers. Listen, I won't even go into uh, the number of X Men number one I had and uh, X Force number one I had. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I think X-Force was worse because they come they come with a card bagged in there with them, and I had to have one reading issue and one bagged issue. And I think I had – I honestly think I had probably 20 of just X-Force number one, and if not the same, uh, at X-Men, X-Men number one.
1: That was during the dark days of comic yeah. books, like what, in the 90s when yeah. – there had like all kinds of cr- the chromium covers or holographic mm-hmm. covers. It's like this is stupid. This is the dumbest stuff. Oh yeah. And now comic books are like five dollars a pop. God, it hurts
0: so bad. Back. It's so sad when I go in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah,
1: back. that was my that was my day doing the uh, the comics. I've been playing uh, Dead Rising Four on the Xbox Game Pass. It's a very fun game. Uh, it's just a. You know, you can wield crazy weapons, drive crazy vehicles, and just—you know—you're in a sandbox with a bunch of zombies, and they, they do a really good job just packing it
0: with loads yeah. of zombies. And you're just yeah, I need to uh, I need to download that. I would have uh, actually last night when you guys wanted me to play, but um, I watched uh, *Brightburn* last night. So, have you seen How that? Was yet? that?
1: Uh,
0: it's good. I mean, it is what
1: if, uh, if it's pretty much what
0: if Super what is Superman? Superman? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was interesting. It excuse has,
1: me, excuse me, not just a but a psychopathic.
0: Oh, I guess right because he kills. Listen, you're going to make me beep out the entire episode. <laughs> I just said it's not that bad. <laughs> no, but uh, it's not bad. It's uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. I don't think it was like anything life changing or anything like that. Uh, it had two real good gore scenes: one involving involving an eyeball, and one involving wow. a uh, a jaw. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I did have some uh, questions on how quickly he turned, and I won't go into details, but um, it was quick. But I mean. There's a there's there's a reason why, but like it was just on a dime he turned. So, um, but it's neat. I liked it. Uh, you know, it's James Gunn. I mean, he didn't direct, but he produced. So, I'll follow that dude to any movie that he's involved in. Uh, let's see. Other than that, I went today and picked up Godzilla King of Monsters.
1: I thought uh, it, yeah. it's so I
0: haven't seen it yet. Heard nothing but good stuff about it. It's so good. Of course, being a big uh, Godzilla fan in the first place, uh, I'm excited to watch it again. Uh, I liked it better than the first one. I don't know if uh, everybody will agree with me. I don't know. A lot of people were down on that first one. It was... Uh, you only saw Godzilla, what, for like a minute? It was more than that. I didn't have no problems with it. I like it when it's like that. It leaves you something to the imagination. So... But this one's really good. I mean it's Well, there's nothing really to imagine. It's Godzilla. I, I wanna know. see Godzilla. Well I wanna see Godzilla fight stuff. Man in suit. Man in and, suit. And you do, and in this one you see it nonstop. It's really good. So um highly recommended. I will say this have you seen the uh, Criterion Godzilla collection that's coming out? I did. Uh, I've got and, it pre ordered. <laughs> I've been meaning to talk about it because course, I'm so jazzed feeling. for it. Like those old uh, Toho ones. Oh yeah. So it's from uh, 1954 to 1975. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. I'm not even going to go into details on it right now, but uh, packaging looks really beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, it's only it's the price is a little steep, so I may end up uh, canceling the pre order. But I put a pre order down for it just because uh, I love those movies, especially those original ones. I told yeah. you I got I got the uh, uh, the '90s one collection. Okay, it's not Toho. Toho I always get them mixed up. Toho is the '90s one. Uh, Showa is the uh, original, the '54 to '75 one. Right. So, but I always get them mixed up. Uh, I think you need to watch this Godzilla. It's really good. We might, we might watch it and do a review on it before too long. Uh, I can always talk about that. So, but, uh, you know, other than that, I'm about to say I'm just working all the time here lately. It's been crazy. Uh, oh, I did want to say one other thing. Uh, last week when we were talking about Once Upon a Time, I neglected to mention the soundtrack for that. Uh, big Tarantino soundtrack fan as well. And this one is top notch. Now, I mean, it's 60, so you know what you're getting into. But uh, you remember... You remember in there when Cliff Booth is driving down the road, one of those times, and right, you're, one you're, of
1: the eight million times.
0: Your favorite Bob Seger song, a "Rambling Gambling Man," come on. Yeah. So, I uh, I did not know that was not Bob Seger in the Silver Bullet ba- the Silver Bullet Band that did that. Did you? Uh um, you, know, you know who did? You know who did that? It was Bob Seger. It's the Bob Seger System. We're getting into a little music talk here. <laughs> But uh, so I didn't know that, and I was just like, "What?" And
1: this was, was I then, followed
0: after by the Bob Seger project, probably. But uh, this was right. This was right when uh, the 127 yard sale was going on here, where I'm at, which uh, I'm proud to say is the world's longest yard sale, and it's the most terrible thing in the world. But anyway, I went out and actually found that album, the, the original Bob Seger System album. So that is now one of my prized possessions.
1: Hey, uh, when you hear the song Mrs. Robinson, yeah. what movie do you instantly think of?
0: Uh, if you hadn't asked me, I had it right there in my head. Then as soon as you said that, I completely forgot what movie I was thinking of.
1: Uh, were you thinking of The Graduate? Because that's what I think of. The Graduate always
0: does, but there's another one that's in, and I cannot remember what it is right now. But yeah, The Graduate well, always playing... right
1: we were playing trivia last night, and that was one of the questions, and my friend kept saying, for Gump, and I'm like, listen, but this movie specifically, it was primitive. I think it was made specifically for it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But, anyway, I, don't know either, I had to,
1: like sit there and make a wager, and I, I was correct in the end, but, but I was like, man, how do people – I mean, first of all, if you've never seen The Gratitude, you need to watch it. It's a good movie. <laughs> Sorry about that. Bean just went off there for a second. <laughs>
0: All right. Yep. Yes. I agree. Anyways. So, hey. All right. We got a lot of news this week. Uh, Let's dive in here. Um, And as always, uh, apparently Disney is the news all the time. And because this is three episodes now that we've talked, we've let off with Disney and pretty much Disney centric. But you know what? Can you say? I mean, they dropped some big stuff this week at the. D23. Uh,
1: Disney Dark Overlords. Yes. yes.
0: So, we're just going to dive in here and we'll probably just kind of breeze through th- some of this stuff, but uh, a few comments here and there, but we just wanted to hit it real quick. So let's start with the just the Disney Plus uh, announcements. Uh, starting off with uh, a new Lizzie McGuire reveal, uh, revival series is happening. Clay, are you on board with uh, this? Pretty
1: much. Yeah, that's still the deal. I'm definitely getting Disney Plus <laughs> because of that announcement. Uh, the fact that Marvel right now is going digging and literally are just, are literally, excuse me, mining their catalog. We're getting a Moon Knight TV show. Hey, Moon you're jumping Night ahead. TV. You're jumping ahead.
0: We'll get there. Uh, next well, up,
1: part of, it's part of Disney Plus, though. So. I, know,
0: I know, but don't jump ahead. Next up, we got a Phineas and Ferb movie coming out. Oh great! No, all right, okay. Well, how about this one? Yeah. Now this again, this yeah. is all on Disney Plus. It's ridiculous, pretty ridiculous the amount of stuff they're going to be hitting with. Uh, a new high school, high school musical, huh? Huh? Oh, oh. Well, It listen. says yeah. it says here, uh, which I got this from Polygon by the way, but it says here the uh, the series is wacky as hell. So you know, <laughs> there you go.
1: That's good
0: stuff. Yes. Okay, now this one could be good. Um, there's a Toy Story spinoff. Uh, Forky ask a question. So, uh, did you watch Toy Story 4? I want to assume no.
1: No, man. The third one pretty much traumatized me. When oh, I thought the, they were gonna get like, when I thought they were gonna die, get incinerated, and like it was getting pretty deep in the third uh, one. Just, I was like, man, I'm about to
0: start teary out on this. Hey, just wait till four. I I told uh, Great. I, I told my wife. I said I hadn't cried like that since the uh, Avengers Endgame. It's uh, pretty rough, but Forky is a great character, and uh, this could be good. It'd be fun. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got got uh, Monsters at Work, and it takes place literally right after Monsters, Inc. Eh, you know, whatever. I like Monsters, Inc., but, yeah. you know, now let's get to the good stuff. Marvel's What If, uh, the trailer they showed, which I don't think they've released. I haven't seen it. Have you?
1: It's going to be a cartoon, right?
0: Yeah, the, the series will be a cartoon, but they're bringing back most of the major uh, actors uh, for this. And the the trailer showed Steve Rogers piloting a mech. Hey, I'm there. Sounds good to me. That's all I need to, t- need to hear. Um, some other ones that they showed off were uh, T'Challa traveling through space in a Guardians-like outfit. Uh, Bucky Barnes facing off against zombie Captain America. The, uh, super Soldier Peggy Carter's full costume, featuring a Union That'd be Colonel Jack. America,
1: right? That was in the zombie universe, Colonel America.
0: If they go with that, I'm pretty sure yeah. you
1: bought me that action figure, didn't you? You bought me that zombie yeah. figure for my birthday. That's back,
0: that's back yeah. when zombies were, you know, good. Now yeah. I'm kind of burned out, so you know, not too excited yeah. about that one. Uh, let's see, uh, the Winter Soldier, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, excited from there. We've talked about it before. Uh, this WandaVision looks good. It's, uh, I, I think it's going to be pretty crazy. They're bringing back the uh, Cat uh, Dennings who played Darcy Lewis and Thor and Randall Park playing Agent Jimmy Woo. I don't even remember who that is. I have no idea. Oh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. All right. I just read on. I would see that. So, looks good. And now the big ones: four new Marvel shows announced. Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, or three? I'm sorry, Moon Knight and She-Hulk, all coming. Wow,
1: man! If they do Moon Knight right, they need to make Mark Spector crazy as heck. You know, he needs to be billionaire dude. He needs to be like just going through all the different all the
0: different personalities.
1: personalities. Yeah. I am. And then, if, if they can kill it with She Hulk, I really want She Hulk to be <laughs> just like the comic. I want her to be the lawyer
0: of the Marvel Universe. I'm excited for, uh, personally, for Miss Marvel. I love the Miss Marvel character, and uh, Kamala Khan is great. Uh, I've read quite a few of the comics, uh, like I said before earlier, or the last podcast through Amazon Prime, and I just love it. She's great. That's probably the one I'm most excited I, for. So, but now if they do the Warren Ellis Moon Knight,
1: it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If they do do that, they really can kill it. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, all these shows, it's just, gosh, Marvel is just going to town on this.
0: And they said that um, they would be integrated into the movies as well, so... uh, that's yeah, no, it's going to be have. very, very ambitious. Then, so, I mean, it's just... You know, that's one thing about the, the Netflix one that I, I was disappointed in. I, I, I'd i hoped to see some of the characters. I mean, Iron Fist I wasn't too impressed with, but well, mainly Daredevil and Luke Cage. I thought they hit both them spot on, and I would have liked to see them integrated into the uh, proper MCU. So um, pretty exciting for them to be doing that with this. And then, let's see, next up is a new Jeff Goldblum series, <laughs> The World According to Jeff Goldblum. So, it's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that's going to be on Nat Geo, right? <laughs> uh, it, I, Disney Plus is all it says, so I don't
1: know.
0: The only, well, I mean, they've got Nat Geo as part of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, just so, the other reason why I'm getting Disney Plus.
0: Yeah, hey, Jeff Goldblum, I'm there. <laughs> Uh live action. Here we go live action Lady in the Tramp. Uh be their day. I'm sick day of and tired day. of these
1: live action Disney movies, man. Gosh, they make so much money. Reminding.
0: make so much money. Uh my daughter's excited for that one, of course. Uh me, I, I'm neither here nor there on that one. I'll I'll watch it just because we have to. So maybe I'll let Maybe let her do a uh, review on that one. Another one for Facebook reviews. If I can keep her calm up, too. Yeah. we'll see.
1: That'll be good.
0: Uh, Noel with Anna Kendrick a Christmas movie. So yeah. and Bill Hader could be good.
1: Oh, Bill Hader, sure. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it. You know, it's it's a good lineup. I mean, and well, there's a uh, okay. Here's a an unscripted. Celebrity filled Muppets show. I like the Muppets. I'll check that out. Uh, Let's see. Then let's get down here into the big stuff. At least to me. Uh, Well, other than the Marvel. Uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars gets a February 2020 release date. What do you think? you Excited.
1: I never did watch Clone Wars. I think I tried to get into the first season and I just never really picked back up on it.
0: I watch. I might give it another shot. I watched the first season, maybe first season and part of the second. I can't remember. I wish I had continued with it, but I didn't either. I dropped off, but uh, from everything I read, that last, you know, those last seasons were just amazing. So uh, I'll probably try to check it out. And then we got a uh, Cassian Andor series. Start shooting in 2020. Of course, he's from uh, Rogue One. It'll be him and K2SO with Diego Luna and Alan. I'm going to butcher his last name because I cannot think of it right now. Alan, you know, the one guy I'm not even going to try to, because I'll just.
1: Are you going to say two dick?
0: No. I <laughs> do <laughs> <Not laughs> All right, just made
1: Mr. Alan two dick.
0: Uh, I, you know, I love Rogue One, uh, I'll check it out. I don't know. I'm not, like, overly excited for it, but uh, it could be interesting. So, there, we'll see. And now then, Mandalorian. What do you think of that trailer? It was good. I can't wait. It, yes. It got me way more excited than I was. Um, I always, you know, I always liked that scene, as everybody does, in Empire Strikes Strikes Back, where they show the bounty hunters, and uh, I've always wanted to see more of the bounty hunter stuff, so I'm pretty pretty excited about this one. I thought that
1: trailer. I wonder, are it. they going to actually concentrate on Mandal- like the actual Mandalorians, or are they going to actually well, focus on you know that on, trailer on bounty hunters.
0: I don't know if that was IG88 in there or if it was another one. It's
1: not. It's another it's one, one. in it.
0: That's what I was thinking. what uh, Watiti is playing him. So um, I got really excited at first when I thought it was IG 88, but then I read that it wasn't. So, but still, I think it's going to be good. I mean, it's John Favreau. I got faith in what he does. Uh, it'll be available at launch. And then we got the OV1 confirmation. So. <laughs> You know, we called that. Everybody called that. You knew it was coming. I mean, oh, yeah. so, and that's it on the plus side. I mean, they just, did you see that announcement where if you're a D23 member, you can get three years. Three, at, three uh, years, yeah. At, I think it's like you get $23 off per year or something like that. Uh, I looked at it. I think it I think it comes up to 140 and some change if you sign up. No, it's just for Disney Plus. That's not for the bundle. You know, if you're wanting to do the Hulu and the ESPN stuff, you would. I don't even know if they're going to offer it like that, but that's just for Disney Plus. So, I don't know, dude. It's a it's a good lineup. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was going to get it before, but that just got me more excited. So, we'll see. Uh, Next up, we'll go and we'll slide over into the movies panel. Um, hey, real quick though, did you see where they said they were not gonna have any R rated movies on there?
1: Uh, I did not hear about that. That's yes. interesting.
0: No R rated movies on Disney Plus, so you know, where does that leave so Deadpool? When, yeah. I mean I can't really very think interesting. Of, I can't really think of anything else R rated, you know, out of Disney or anything like that. But, you know, of course Deadpool comes to mind right off the bat. So
1: Well I'm thinking like alien and aliens and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So, but you know, what they could do is put that stuff over on Hulu and it's the same difference. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, true. They got a lot of 51% controlling, controlling stake in
0: it. Yeah. They got controlling stake. So that would be a smart thing to do. I mean, why not just throw all that R rated stuff over there? So we'll see. Uh, Anyway, onto the movie stuff. Uh, Let's just dive right into the, star wars rise of the scout Sky, of skywalker uh what'd you think of that preview that Oh that not even a teaser but you know uh, it was
1: good it was well put together man it really hits the emotional stride of all three trilogies you know i mean it's just it was yeah, well I'll, done there's a lot of uh i'm wondering are they going are they, is disney <laughs> mining the old books for some of the stuff I saw in there, like the scene where there's, uh, what, hundreds of Star Destroyers that look like they're not being used. And it reminds me of, you know, uh, was it Timothy? What's his name?
0: Timothy Zahn.
1: Timothy Zahn, yeah, uh, Grand Admiral Thron, the Thrawn trilogy, whatever. Thrawn
0: stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I immediately thought about. But yeah, and that, you know, the whole thing with Ray at the end, with the Devil's side of lightsaber, and it being red and her. Yeah. being evil, yada, yada. I mean, it's very interesting stuff. Uh, does, uh, how, how they're going to be I, able to like get this in you know, two a two-and-a-half-hour movie, though, it just seems so much that they're going to try to tie up. Well, I guess like it's going to get bogged down.
0: You know, it's J.J. J. Abrams, so I got faith. I, I love Force Awakens. The only thing that worries me, and probably one of the reasons um, I like um, The Last Jedi so much, it's Force Awakens, you know, it was it was Star Wars. Uh, I do hope. You know, I mean, it followed that storyline for the most part. I mean, yeah, there were some differences, but, like, you know, the overall beats were the same. Um, and I'm I'm afraid, which it's probably just me, but I'm always afraid. I've been thinking it ever since that first teaser dropped. that are we going to get a rehash of uh, Return of the Jedi, which, you know, I love Return of the Jedi, but... I just hate to see another rehatch. I hope it won't be. I don't think it will, but, you know, that's always in the back of my mind. Man,
1: if we get, like, another Death Star, another Starkiller base, I'm going to be pissed. I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. I mean, seriously, Emperor Palpatine has to have, like, the greatest insurance policy in the galaxy. I mean... Your first Death Star gets blown up by some podunk redneck kid from some kind of dry planet, and then the second one gets blown up, and then you get killed along with it, and then the Star Killer base. Seriously, I man, I want to know what his premiums are for him to be able to have such great insurance. Well, <laughs> seriously, think about it. The tree. Ah, 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 yes, I am the emperor. Ah, I will take that plan as a really good preview in case of a po podunk kid from a backwater planet to blows it up. Ah, ah, yeah.
0: So the right thing, do um, you think that's just subterfuge? Uh, ah, maybe- you're
1: going to be worried about it, man. I ain't going to say too much into it because <laughs> this is the issue with – and the internet and everything, everybody gets on these message yeah. boards, and everybody talks, and everybody sets themselves up with all these conspiracy theories. And when it doesn't play out, they get upset. They get butthurt. Pretty much what happened, in my opinion, with Last Jedi. A lot of people got pissed. The thing is, if you were on Reddit and saw some of the things people were coming it's up not, with.
0: And it's they, not my yeah, Star they set Wars. Themselves up or, it's just not my Star Wars. He just didn't do right. I can't believe Luke's dead. Blah blah. blah.
1: Uh, my theory, my theory about Medicorians and Taco Bell didn't work out. Like, oh man! I think yeah, I
0: said it. it I think I said it last week. But like, for me, The Last Jedi was a breath of fresh air. And don't get, again, don't get me wrong. I love, uh, The Force Awakens. I mean, I remember when we went and watched it. I mean, we were geeking out like nobody's business. But it was just the the difference with Last Jedi was just, I don't know, it's like I said, a breath of fresh air for me. Uh, But back to the Ray thing, you think it, i just like to throw a little theories out there once in a while. Do you think it is a, uh, another cave situation? You know, like an Empire?
1: I'm sure it is. If Palpatine's back, I'm sure he's throwing some kind of images in her head or something like (laughs) that, so.
0: It'll be interesting to see. I am excited, and I believe that what, December 20th, I believe, is the uh, release date? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? you think we'll be able to marathon that one again?
1: Man, all nine movies back to back to back. God bless, man. Well, we,
0: I mean, you know, we
1: did the Well, if they started at midnight, if they started at the midnight, yeah, sure, we could do it, because they'll just fall asleep for the first two movies. Exactly. You know.
0: I mean, you sleep you sleep through the prequel, so, you know, I mean, yeah, we're we going to stay awake for Just wake <laughs> up. Pod uh, racing. Wake up okay. for the pod. Yeah, pod so racing. you, wake go up. Here you go. No, you wake up for pod racing. You wake up for Duel of Fate. Uh, and you wake up. Oh, wait a minute. You don't wake up for uh, Attack of the Clones because it's, you know, just god awful. Um, Every
1: anytime Watto says something about is there, money and stuff. Is there, anything, money.
0: is there anything worth watching in Attack of the Clones? I can't think of anything. Maybe money. just some of that terrible dialogue.
1: Yeah, it was very wooden. But then again, I but, mean, a lot of Star Wars dialogues very wooden.
0: So. I mean, if you if you want a good comedy, you know, of just like terrible, terribleness, that would be it. And then yeah, what, but a whole th-
1: generation grew up on it and they love it though. I know, man, just
0: like we grew up on the old trilogy. Yeah, they love no, the prequel trilogy. So. I grew up on the original, so I can knock the prequels. You know, I'm allowed to. Uh, and the third one, what you got to fight at the end. Uh, mm-hmm trying to think well, of the third one's a really good movie i I enjoy it so, I like, like turn the the well it's you know it's the best one of the of those prequels, obviously, but uh, uh-huh. I don't know I guess Anakin when he uh you know when he turns and goes to the Jedi temple and kills everybody, you know you finally see uh, you know Anakin with a backbone and blah 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 so, uh, yeah. but I mean other than that you know. Then you So you sleep through those, and then you're good to go. Right. So uh, let's see. Let's move on. We're, we could talk about Star Wars all day. I know I could because you mentioned Thrawn, and I wanted to get started on that one, but I just held off because it's such good. Those books are so good. So anyway, moving on. Uh, we got a release date for Black Panther 2. Coming May 6, 2022. Ryan Kugler's back to direct. Uh, not much else left to say, but uh, you know, it's Black Panther. I think I think it's going to be good. I enjoyed the first one quite a bit. I don't know if I liked it as much as everybody else, but I was never a big Black Panther fan in the comic book. So, you know, that could I be part it. of I it.
1: Thought, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was well done. Oh, I mean that, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not saying uh, it's bad or anything like that at all. I mean, you know, it's definitely not in my bottom uh, Marvel movies, you know, at all. But what,
1: what I am interested, though, is Marvel's Eternals, though. The thing is, I only know so much about the Eternals, and I grew up yeah, reading comic books. Yeah,
0: me too, and um, Marvel. I can't so. remember who it is right now. Somebody had uh, recommended the uh, Neil Gaiman Eternals uh, limited series from back in the day, and I believe I read that. It was John Romita. Uh, junior that was the artist on it. Do you remember reading that?
1: Uh, dude, I never did read it. So Did you
0: not? I, you know, I'm trying to remember if that came out when we were working at the theater or not, and I just cannot place it. I mean, I, I looked at the cover when he posted that on there, and I thought, oh, yeah, I remember that. So I'm going to have to dig back into my boxes and see if I can find that, because I'm with you. I know next to nothing about the Eternals. So, you know. It'd be interesting, you know. A lot of people are poo pooing it because they don't know anything about it. You know, how are they gonna how are they going pull this off? That kind of Marvel thing. Marvel pull
1: it off, man. Marveling. I mean, even I mean, Marvel's terrible movies are still better than
0: most. Than most. Out there. Yeah. Well, you know, you remember when uh, Guardians of the Galaxy first started getting talked about, and blah blah blah, and everybody was like, mm-hmm. you everybody know, crap on it. it yeah. So. so, you know, I got faith. Uh, Kit Harrington joined the cast we got to look at the costumes, nothing too major announced other than that about it. Uh, Black Widow, screened some footage, Uh, pretty similar to what they showed at Comic-Con this year. i got to look at David Harbour in his Red Guardian costume. That would have been cool to see. Uh, Pretty excited for him
1: to be in that. Is Taskmaster going to be in this
0: movie? Uh, Yeah, I think, I believe so. Uh, you know David Hart. You know Red Guardian. You remember is the Soviet counterpart to Captain America. Yeah. So pretty excited. Big David Harbor fan. So you know that's going to be good. And Florence Pugh is Yelena. Now is that the was that the blonde Black Widow that took her place there for a while? Remember the Marvel Knights. That's been series? a while
1: since I read. The, I do remember. I think I had like the first couple of issues of that. I cannot remember her name to save my mm-hmm. life.
0: I, now we could be completely wrong, but I think that's it. Uh, so make him correct us on that one. You know, send us an email or something. Uh, let's see. Next up, Disney's Jungle Cruise. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Uh, Great. Yeah. Hey, I'm for it's it. It's pretty much. I
1: mean, it, it's pretty much. They just take. Uh, a, a, I guess these different groups with uh, situations and stuff like that, and this is how they. And this is how they. They make movies with The Rock in it just says oh okay well we're gonna have a, uh, it's gonna be a cruise it's gonna be in the jungle and it's gonna start The Rock great film it
0: <laughs> listen i won't say this one you don't talk bad about The Rock okay I love this movie same old same old man
1: same old same old
0: it's fine I love them Hobbs and Shaw great movie one of my favorite movies of the summer
1: Hollywood continues to run out of ideas
0: it's all good it's all right We'll come back to this. <laughs> we'll have a rock-centric pod- podcast for too long. Uh, let's see, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, uh, sequel, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, it'll it'll make money because you know it's Disney, and the first one did great. Uh, I watched the first one; it wasn't terrible, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to see that one. Uh, Disney's Mulan. I uh, will be seeing this because my daughter already told me. She's really excited. Uh, it actually looks pretty good. So we'll see. Uh, Cruella, did you see that picture of Emma Stone from that?
1: Was it set there in the 70s? Yeah, set there in the 70s. Uh, she's, I did uh, see the picture of Emma Stone. It, that was very interesting. It looked
0: pretty cool. She's a punk rock. They're going for the punk rock vibe with her apparently. So, you know, I like Emma Stone. So I'll I'll, I'll end up watching it because of my daughter.
1: I'll That's just watch I'll it on my Disney Plus subscription. So.
0: Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah. And if you sign up, you'll have three years, so you know you'll get to watch it. Um, yeah. Pixar announced a new movie, Soul. Uh, it's about all they said. No, they Not much was said about it. Have you seen the preview for this Onward with Tom Holland and Chris, Chris Pratt? Nope. You need to watch it. It's a it's pretty pretty funny. It looks good. It's a fantasy setting. Uh, I I laugh quite a bit every time I see the preview. Uh, they're going on a quest, an epic quest, and it's like uh, it's like if uh, dungeons so like Dungeons and Dragons setting. Uh, what if it progressed into now into the current time? What would all these uh, Fantasy characters be like and stuff, that kind of thing. You got gnomes mowing yards, that uh, unicorns are knocking over trash cans, that kind of thing. It looks pretty funny. Interesting. Uh, Disney announced Ray and the Last Dragon. Uh, not much was said. Thanksgiving twenty twenty. Uh, that's about it. I mean, I'll probably end up having to watch it, and then I know I'll have to watch this next one. Uh, Disney's Frozen two. Um, I was already told that I have to get my pre-sale ticket, my daughter told me, as soon as possible. So, uh, we won't go into too much detail because I'll probably have to do no, a mini review, review with her. I'm um, fine with that.
1: Hopefully you'll hey. be uh,
0: cosplaying with her as well. Oh, we already do. I mean, I have to dress up constantly, so it's alright. Um, I will say that the first one's grown on me quite a bit. I, after watching it, I blew a blue million times. So, uh, there's that, and then that's it for the movies. Uh, next up, uh, just a ton of announcements on announcements on Disney parks and stuff. Probably let's not even. I was going to go into it, but like a lot of them are just from like Shanghai and blah blah blah. There is a huge Epcot. Uh, rebranding coming up. I'm pretty excited about. They've got that new, uh, new guardians ride. That's going to be coming out before too long. Uh, actually star Wars galaxy opens and uh, Walt Disney worlds tomorrow. Oh uh, uh, gosh. I would love to go to that, but I don't, I mean,
1: did you hear about the hotel and it's $3,000 per person? Yeah.
0: It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, I'm actually going to Disney World in January, so I'll give you a update on Galaxies. <laughs>
1: yeah, you um, update me on those lines because you know they're still going to be no, ridiculous. No,
0: actually they're not too bad. They they uh, calmed down quite a bit yeah. at Disneyland. It wasn't nearly as bad as what they thought, but, so I'm hoping it'll be the same. But you know, I'll just fast pass into it, so it's all good. You and everybody else <laughs> probably have the same idea. You'll be jealous. I'll send pictures. Don't you worry. But yeah, that that uh, I was trying to find the name of that hotel. The cruise. Uh, let's see, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, no opening date yet. It's like it, it, you're role playing basically. So we'll see. It'll be neat. I'm not gonna, like I said. I'm not. I could sit here and geek out on this, the park stuff forever. So I'm not going to. We're just going to move on from there. I think we talked enough Disney, uh the last three episodes. Clay, let's try next week to not talk any Disney, at all. Please. And then you know what'll happen. <laughs> you know what'll happen. They'll drop some kind of giant. You know, Robert Downey Jr. is returning to the MCU or some nonsense like that. So right. we'll be right back in it. Moving on. Next up, uh, this is from IGN. Mario Kart Tour release date announced. Now, I know you're a huge Mario Mario Kart fan. Mm-hmm. I am. We played Double Dash religiously for how long? <laughs> how long probably was it? Probably one we,
1: of the probably one of the best Mario Kart games yes, I've ever made. We had on such a good time with
0: that. Now, this is a uh, this is for iOS and Android. It's going to be out on the 25th. Uh, pre-orders are up now on iOS. Uh, This is actually the first I'd heard about this one. I knew they were making one, but I didn't realize it was ready to drop now. Uh, It says, Mario and friends will be racing around courses inspired by real-world cities, in addition to classic Mario Kart courses, which will rotate every two weeks. Some characters will even have outfits that match the local flavor of the cities featured in the game. Are you excited about this? Are you excited about this at all? Mm -hmm gosh can't wait to see
1: Mario and a wife beater or a UT Orange. No. That'll be that'll be great.
0: I have been let down by every Mario or Nintendo uh, phone game they've released so far. So I have very low expectations for this. Uh, it says it'll be free to start and will incorporate in game purchases. But players can earn grand stars by racing or fire off the featured pipe to receive more drivers, carts, and gliders. So it's gonna be pay-to-play. We know it will be.
1: Well, the thing is, the best thing about Mario Kart, actually, a lot, actually any Nintendo game really, is the controls. They're usually very smooth. And the thing is, you could pick up Mario Kart on the Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo. <laughs> Gamecube, and the controls still feel the same to me. you still know how oh, yeah. the to, to do the the drifting into the blue sparks into the orange sparks and stuff like that. you know and it's just something that's always carried over they haven't messed with because it it's a good formula. I just don't know how the controls are going to be on the cell phone.
0: It's one button one button controls interesting if that, if that tells you anything. but you'll still be able to do all your drifts and everything they said, so we'll see again I. I'm not too high on this. Uh, just been burned by everything else they put out. Uh, the Mario game was no fun. The Animal Crossing was terrible. I don't know how you mess up Animal Crossing that bad that they did. So, will We shall see.
1: I think uh, Fire Emblem though has
0: been having some really good success. I, tri- I tried it. About it. I tried it. Couldn't get into it. Um, it says that. Mario Kart Tour will be the next mobile game released by Nintendo following Dr. Mario World. Hmm. Um, I have not actually tried that one. I forgot it was even out already. So, I don't know. We'll see. All you Mario Kart fans, let us know what you think on that one. Uh, Next up, Clay. uh, This one I know is near and dear to your heart. Um, I want to say up front that this is on my pile of shame this and uh, Shawshank Redemption or two that I've never watched in my life. And it's uh, Breaking Bad. The Breaking Bad movie is about to be released on Netflix.
1: You should be arrested. You should be, yeah, you should be thrown in jail.
0: I agree. Breaking, um, Bad,
1: Breaking Bad is one of the best TV shows ever. Ever, uh, ever. I mean, it's top five, easily.
0: I won't argue with you. I watched the first season... And I don't know what happened. I I just never went back to it for some reason and always wanted to. Uh, so the name of it is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. And it's going to be released on Friday, October 11th. So just well, I'm really court.
1: excited to see where they pick up. But I'm not going to say anything else about it because I do not want to ruin uh, the show for anyone that hasn't watched it. But my advice is watch it. The first couple episodes in the first season – uh, it takes a little bit to pick up, but you know, once you get to that first season, after that, it's it's a roller coaster ride, and it's something that you'll
0: enjoy. Well, I do like the teaser trailer for it; it, it looks pretty sweet. Um, did you watch the trailer, the teaser? No, I did not. i uh, was just wondering. So, I, but I knew I put that in there for you because I knew you'd be excited. And maybe well, I appreciate
1: I can, that. Thank you. Well, you know,
0: maybe I can get around to watching it one of these days. We'll see. Uh, lastly, uh, James Gunn, Suicide Squad at Nathan Fillon in a mystery role. Uh, and this week they also announced that uh, Takia Watiti, I don't even, I'm sure I'm butchering that, but um, that he's probably going to come on board too, which I don't have that one right in front of me, but I saw something about it. So what do you think? Did you watch the first Suicide Squad?
1: I watched bits and pieces. I was not entertained and I just didn't like it. It wasn't good.
0: Are you excited for this one?
1: <laughs> no. Even, even James all, Gunn is drastic. it. Even with even James, James Gunn?
0: Gunn yep. Really? That surprises me. But then again, that's because of your hate of DC right now. So, I, I'm i excited. I mean, like I said earlier when we talking about Brightburn, uh, James Gunn, I just, I love his movie. So, um, uh, I'm excited to see what he does with this. I mean, you got Idris Elba in it. Uh, Margot Robbie's coming back. I can't remember who else. I think Dave, did Dave Bautista have a role in this? I can't remember. I was looking to see if they said, but anyway. uh, They're supposed to start filming for too long, I believe. So, we might have, well, I'll make you do a review of that one. So... For this week's main event, we uh, went back and forth a little bit on what exactly we wanted to do, Uh, you know, review a movie, a TV show, game. We didn't talk about, uh, well, I thought about comic books, but we finally decided on revisiting a little conversation we had last week about the uh, DC Cinematic Universe and who destroyed it uh clay seems to think it was christopher nolan and i am a firm believer that Zack snyder was the one who destroyed it so we decided that we were just going to have a little uh conversation about who did destroy the dc universe zach snyder or christopher nolan so clay go ahead and get us started
1: let me correct you Zack Snyder destroyed the color of the DC universe by making everything sepia or whatever it was yellowish tint to all of his movies whatever
0: yeah yeah that was part of it but uh.
1: everything has to follow like what was the color tone in 300 um i don't think necessarily that nolan i think maybe he didn't mean to to destroy the future of DC movies because um Dark Knight is such a damn good movie. It, it still holds up so well. I mean, it's so good. You know, trying to make this movie about Batman ground in reality, and then you have Heath Ledger knocking it out of the park, literally pouring himself into a character. And, um, you know, best, after best, that...
0: <coughs> sorry. Best Joker ever.
1: Ahead. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. He's up there with uh, Cesar Romero from the old uh, 1960s Batman. <laughs> the Joker with that little thin, uh, thin pencil yeah. mustache. Yeah. Um. But the, the thing is, it's, it's such a good movie that that's what, I mean, well, and plus right after this, Marvel comes out with Iron Man, I think what, two or three years later?
0: Or no, it's, it's a more it than was, that. Uh, I don't think it was that much. Uh, keep going and I'll look.
1: Well, you see, they come out with Iron Man, right? And that's a that was a fun movie. And that, that was using a character that wasn't even an A-list character, in my opinion, a long time ago with Marvel. Um, and just seeing what Marvel did, DC's like, oh, well, snap, we can come up with our own, you know, extended universe. And so instead of just trying to grow things organically like Marvel did, they try to hurry it. And so they're like, well, let's get Zack Snyder. And Zack Snyder tries to do the exact same Christopher Nolan did, make something a little bit more grounded reality. Make it very gritty and dark, but that doesn't work well with Superman. And that—that's exactly what every Mar- excuse me DC movie was trying to replicate, until you finally got to Wonder Woman, which
0: to me was like a, a very fun movie. Oh, I love Wonder Woman, uh, the the movie and the character. But uh, here's interesting: so Iron Man was, was released May second two thousand eight. Dark Knight was was released uh, July 18th, 2008. I completely forgot they were in the same year, same summer. Really? Yep. I had forgotten that. Oh,
1: that's amazing, then. I I didn't really think of it like that. But I I think that's what has happened here. I mean, I think Christopher Nolan mistakenly ruined the rest of DC's movies because they tried to replicate what The Dark Knight was. And no one can do that because, first of all, Batman has his own feel—you know, the greediness of Gotham City, the his his Rogues Gallery, etc. Mm-hmm. But then you try to fuck, you try to put that on Superman—that that just doesn't flow well.
0: Well, I think, and we talked about this a little bit earlier before we started. Um, I really think that DC is so influenced by. Uh, Frank Miller and Alan Moore with uh, the Dark Knight and um, or I mean The Dark Knight Returns right yes I can't believe I've forgotten that title that was right wasn't it right yes you get my age you start forgetting everything but anyway that and Watchmen had such an influence on everything that DC did going forward um I think that was a big part of it too uh I see what you're saying, but, like, for me, Zack Snyder, just, I mean, how do you take a character like Superman and just ruin him? I mean, absolutely ruin him. The Man of Steel, uh, and I've watched it more than once, trying to find something, but I can't, I mean, you can't take... The biggest Boy Scout in the world, and turn him into this depressed, just mopey dude, you know. And then it just continues from there with uh, Batman versus Superman and uh, Justice League. Which, Your yeah, mom's
1: name was Martha. My mom's name was Martha. Get out I mean, of here. That was so you know, cheesy. It,
0: Ugh. It, and that's not not knocking Zack Snyder because I do like some of his early work. Um, I mean, his Don Dawn, Dawn the Dawn Dead, Don the Dawn Dead, Dead remake remake. It's was so good. amazing. It was uh, to this day, it's one of my favorites. Um, uh, but I mean, he just, it's like, he just doesn't know DC characters, in my opinion. I mean, it's just, it's mind boggling when you watch those movies, just to how bad they really are. Um, Justice League gets a bit of a pass, but you know, and I'm not going to knock him because I know bad stuff had happened to him and he had to leave leave the movie. But you can tell what Joss Whedon did on that movie and what he did. You can see a difference. And there's people. I don't know why they're wanting to see the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. I mean, uh, do you really want to watch? I, I don't. I would not watch that. I would watch it out of morbid curiosity, but like. I don't know, I just think he, I mean, they gave him the keys to the car and he didn't just wreck it. He wrecked, burned, blew up, you name it, he did it. It was just something, to this day it still amazes me how bad those movies are. And I have watched them more than once. the, The only saving grace in any of those movies is Wonder Woman and Batman versus Superman.
1: Uh, that, well I've that, yet to watch uh, Aquaman. It's on HBO now, so I need to watch well, it. But I, I heard that was a fun movie.
0: They wow. they really turned it around. And who would have thought I mean you remember when MoMA was cast as Aquaman, how everybody was like uh just down on his look, you know, for, oh, for yeah. Aquaman. Oh, uh, that's a great movie. Um but like they turned it you see him turn in the corner with Wonder Woman and now Aquaman, and I like Shazam. I wish they could call him Captain Marvel, but uh, I understand why you can't and why you don't, but uh, I liked it quite a bit too. But I don't know. Going back to these other ones, I I can't find... I have to wonder, uh,
1: though, if it's not really completely Zack Snyder's fault, because I mean... It you know for the, for the longest time I mean Marvel was owned by themselves they were bankrolling their own Iron Man movies before they got you know before they got bought right. out by uh, Disney so they already right. had this plan to do the Avengers movies and get all these characters lined up and and they took their time with it but you know they they had this planned out I have to wonder which brass at you know Warner Brothers was like well you know what we've been sitting on these properties for a long time you know what you know they 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 what did they do? Like, um, what's that movie called? Um, I Am Legend. Remember, they had that little ad there for the Batman and Superman movie? They were teasing yeah. this for the longest time. But um, I don't know why I had a stroke there for a second, by the way. But, anyways, um, I just have to wonder. I mean, there were so many, it just sounded like
0: there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen for this.
1: It
0: really, well, it really you did. You know, Jeff Johns, uh, one of my favorite DC writers, you know, he's right there in the middle of all that. He mm-hmm. was. Pre- producing, I believe. I'd have to go look, but, I mean, you know, and if you...
1: And no one's mentioned Green Lantern, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no one has mentioned Green Lantern. Everybody forgets about Green Lantern and how terrible that was, and it yeah. had Ryan
0: Reynolds in it. Yeah. It, it's bad. That, that's all that needs to be said about that one. But, um, I mean, I see what you're saying, Nolan. I mean, you can't going forward after Dark Knight, you can't help but be influenced, especially, you know, if you're Warner Brothers, DC, about what he did, because I'm with you, I don't think you'll find, um, um, for my money, I think Avengers Endgame is the perfect comic book movie. Um, I watched it again this weekend, and I teared up, well, I cried at the end again, uh, every time I can't help it, but
1: uh well that's 10 years of payoff i mean what yeah, yeah. they were able to do in the game is still amazing yeah, so, you know Russo brothers
0: you know what i'm saying i mean like but for my money that would be number 1 but you know and i'm always just
1: I, imagine if Warner brothers though i mean had actually done this the right way instead of well, trying to catch up to marvel like they well, always okay I'm, hold like, on. that's been like that for the long time on. So. maybe
0: we're maybe we're both wrong maybe the destroyers of the DC Cinematic Universe were Warner Brothers by pushing this whole shared universe yeah. onto these filmmakers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, but, oh, and uh, can, real quick, They've on these
1: properties for the longest time, too, right.
0: I man. Real quick, I mean. though, uh, what I was going to say, the end game thing, uh, oh. Dark Knight, when, when you talk about solo superhero movies, it would have to be number one, you know, and it would be a close number two to Endgame. I think. I mean, it's 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 the perfect Batman movie. I think, and uh, and it's almost and it's it's pretty much a perfect comic book movie. I mean, it hit all those. It's, it's
1: an action drama, you know. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much yeah. what the Dark Knight is.
0: I yeah. Mean, and it's a shame that we lost Heath Ledger before he could continue that role, because I would have liked to thing where he went with it from there. You know, I, but, I don't
1: even know if I'd want him to come back. You know, uh, I mean, but, you I know, still get, feel like it was a terrible decision to bring Bane in as a third villain, though. I was like, this, this is stupid. This is the dumbest stuff. Well, bro. that's just, that's again. Okay,
0: again, how much was how much of that was Nolan and how much of that was Warner Brothers pushing? That the, was Nolan.
1: Oh. That was Nolan. That, I mean, so? him and his brother. Yes, him and his brother, and that was David Goyer wrote that. So they knew what they wanted to do in that trilogy. Marvel or Warner Brothers pretty much gave them the keys. And said, "Run with this."
0: So okay, I'll give you that. Actually, the more you say it, the more I I, yeah, because yeah, you're probably right. But anyway, back to this whole Warner Brothers. Maybe they are the ones that destroyed the DC universe.
1: It amazes me, you know, that yeah, the years they've had control of DC's properties and characters, and they didn't do a damn thing but make a Batman movie. And that was it. You know, no Wonder Woman had mm-hmm. had a Superman movie. I mean, they, well, of course, you know, Brian Singer did try to do Superman Returns, and that went and ended up being just blah. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, and I, mean, I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, it's not, you know, top 10 or anything, but it could have been worse. But, uh, you know, they pushed that cinematic oh, universe uh, out.
1: Really? Like, ugh, come on. Yeah. Halle Berry?
0: Okay. Ugh. Uh, let's just let's just move on. Let's get back to. It. Let's not go back and delve too far into some of this stuff. I mean, before Marvel they...
1: was even getting real about stuff, they had Blade, and and Blade is like another C list, and those were a very good movies. There was the first two. First two are
0: great. The third one, uh, not so much. Right. But, uh, you know, they pushed for that shared universe, and just, and I really. I'm going to change my opinion. I think that Warner Brothers, I'm going to blame Warner Brothers for it. I'm going to give Zack Snyder a break. No, I'm not going to give him a break. He made three terrible movies, absolutely terrible movies. But It's a butterfly
1: effect, my friend. I mean, what, yeah. by Christopher Nolan directing a masterpiece like that, it really messed with everyone at Warner Brothers. we got to make our movies like Christopher Nolan did. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way with Superman. It doesn't work that way, I would say, with the Flash, um, with other characters, whatever. But, you know, I'm looking forward to the next Wonder Woman movie. If they do
0: a Flash movie, I would love to watch that. Um, As Miller said, this, that they were still going, to. So, uh, you know, I forgot that Snyder did watchmen. I, can, I always forget about that.
1: God, but the thing is, I mean so many good storylines that the Warner Brothers could lift from for a DC universe and they they still just keep dropping the ball. It's comical. uh,
0: Well, Uh, you know, I think though they've learned their lesson. They've backed off from the uh, shared universe stuff quite a bit. I mean, there's a couple little cameos in uh, there's let's say Aquaman and Shazam. uh, Fun little cameos, especially the Shazam one. uh, actually quite funny, but um, I think they've backed off from it. I mean, you can't just throw all these characters together without some universe building, which, I mean, you know, if you're going to copy, copy the best. They should have done like Marvel and just you know, just took their time and pushed out characters instead of pushing out this whole team and Maybe part of it was a rush job too, you know, rushing to try to keep track track with what Marvel was doing.
1: Like Iron Man two, Cat America. Well, excuse me, not Cat America. I've, no, all the Cat America movies are great. Uh, the second Thor uh, movies that are those movies are really just looked down upon as probably the more. I don't know. Well, I guess not. I guess less. I don't know, rated maybe. I mean, when it comes to just how good these Marvel movies are, I mean, these are your their bottom pickings, and those movies are still vastly better than
0: Justice League, Justice League, Batman versus Superman, and uh, Man of Steel. Right. I mean, all of them. It's just I. I, I don't know. I think. Mean, what do you say? Maybe part of it did come from Nolan, and then you know. Zack Snyder did whatever. I I don't understand what he was even thinking. I don't understand why you do a Batman versus Superman movie. I do understand for the Justice League, but like it just it doesn't work. You know, if I was going to do anything, I would have done a world's finest, you know, Batman and Superman type of deal. But, you I know. think
1: another thing though, as well, is Superman's kind of a hard character to write. Now, that's I, I just I can't get into the Superman comics. Never have. Um, the only time it, it seemed like it was ever interesting is when he was dead. You know that that was a cash cow, just ridiculous stuff. But um, the thing is, how do you write someone that's pretty much invincible? I mean, of course we know. Right, and his you know mm-hmm. his weaknesses are what magic and. Magic. Uh, Skrillex and going away from what a yellow sun. What was this? I can't remember. Mm, well,
0: which
1: uh, which sun, yeah, the sun is The yellow sun.
0: The yellow sun is what powers him. But like you okay. know, when you start talking like pre-crisis stuff and what they retcon back in, right? Uh, it's you know that's why I don't read DC college because they change them. Like, but the man every, like has every a week. power for has a power for everything and it, it just
1: that's just ugh. Versus, I don't know, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. You're reading about somebody that, yes, he has spider powers, plus powers, but he can't profit off of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he he lives like well. Now I guess it's different because he, they're actually, I guess now in the well, I'm just talking about the comics back in the day, anyways. You know, he was a high school kid, he was a nerd, whatever, um, and then you know he was barely getting by. He was just shooting photos of himself for the Daily um, uh,
0: it's a like Daily Planet, right? So, um, Bugle.
1: Or Daily Bugle. I'm getting my...
0: You're getting your Superman and so. Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. I, I guess it's, it's this. DC is like... They're like gods, which... Marvel is more...
0: Well, Dave, you know, that, these, um, that was always the thing. Marvel is your everyman superhero, and DC are basically gods, you know, for the most part. Right. Uh, which, you know, they tried to get away from that somewhat but it's hard to you know when your big three are superman batman and wonder woman so you know batman batman and wonder woman are the only well okay you go back you want to see a perfect superman movie in my opinion you go back and watch superman the original richard donner superman and you can probably throw superman 2 in there too Uh, I mean, the end of it's done where he turns back time. But, you know, that's as close as you're going to get to a perfect Superman movie, I believe, in my opinion. So, but I'm with you. It's just so hard to write him. I mean, what do you do? How do you, you know, what do you put up against him? You got what? Brainiac, Doomsday, which they ruined Doomsday in Batman versus Superman. Yep. It, you know, Batman, it, it, and, you know, we haven't even talked about Batman in these movies, you know, just go around shooting people left and right. No, no worries. So, and I'm not even going to knock, <laughs> excuse me, Ben Affleck. I didn't think he was a terrible Batman. I just thought that the way they wrote the character in the movies was terrible. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. It's just,
0: it's all just to me. So, and I, you know, I don't know. I'm going to go, I think I am, like I said earlier, I'm going to go I just think Warner Brothers were the destroyers of the DC universe. I think they pushed too hard for a shared universe, and they wanted, wanted it to be dark for some reason, because, you know, Superman is so associated with the dark, you know, a dark universe like that. But yeah, whatever. So what do you think?
1: Well, that was a, that was nice. Yeah. Well, it's whatever <laughs> who you go. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm still sticking with Chris Rinalda, man. He made such a perfect movie "The butterfly effect. And then boom, let's all have kind of the dark movies for all these colorful characters. But
0: yeah. So there we go. But we can't agree that they're just that Man of Steel, and I think Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League are three of the worst superhero movies I've ever watched. Well, didn't you
1: know Kevin Costner could have got his ass out of that, uh, that tornado that was going on? He just looks at he just looks at. At Clark and just kind of winks like, "Hey, just let me die."
0: That's what puts him over <laughs> the edge, you know. So stupid. Out, it's, it's it's there was a, yeah yeah. It's yeah. just it's bad filmmaking all around on those three movies, and they're lucky that they come back. They're lucky that Wonder Woman. Uh, was able to survive that mess, you know.
1: God, that was was such a fun
0: movie. If there's, if there's, enjoyed it. The the, the two shining lights out of those movies were Aquaman and Wonder Woman. We'll see on the Flash, uh, the cyborg. You know, cyborg I care less about. I wish that um, Henry Cavill would get a chance to do a good Superman. I don't know who you get to make it, but you know, I'd like to see him do a good Superman movie because I like him. I think he's a great Superman. I mean, you know, he's no Christopher Reeve, but who is when it comes to Superman? So, who do you think? uh, Okay, we're going to finish up real quick. I meant to ask you earlier, um, favorite Batman?
1: Oh, man. I don't
0: know. I'm going to have to go with Michael Keaton. I just love, I I love the first Batman. I'm not, I, I like Batman Returns too, but like that first Batman I, when it came out in eighty nine i mean that was just that was it it was that's i think that's i had read batman comic books before that of course but I think that's what uh really got me to pay attention to batman and go back and really learn about the character you know what i'm saying you know i'd read the comics mm-hmm. but not really not really read them or paid attention to the backstory and that kind of thing so I will go
1: Keaton. Uh, I don't really have a favorite, to be honest. My favorite series of Batman was either the animated series and or the 1960s campy series. I'd still enjoy watching those because they're so funny. Burgess Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or that anyone six? that played Catwoman was like perfect. It's like, oh god. It's I, so I think
0: good. I think that the Batman animated series may be the perfect cartoon. It's good. Very good. So good. I remember watching it as a kid come home from school and that'd be the first thing I do. So but that wraps it up. Clay's gonna take Nolan and I'm gonna take Warner Brothers. I'm changing my vote. Much as I hate the Zack Snyder. DCU or DC Universe. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Warner Brothers. I think I'm glad I
1: could. I'm glad I could convince you.
0: So you didn't convince me.
1: Uh, technically, I mean, I, I brought up about the <laughs> Warner Brothers brass <laughs> this, man.
0: I mean, come okay. On, so. All
1: right. Well, either way, it's, it's all right. So it's bad. Did we get an email? So, did we get an email though?
0: We. I am excited to say that we got our first email this week. Oh wow. Uh it should be I just completely forgot what I was gonna say because I got so excited about this email. So let's get into it. We got one email this week from Glenn. Uh he's on the uh Facebook group page with us. And he wrote really in here uh, just let me read here and then we'll, we'll we We love you, Glenn. We'll get into this a little bit. Uh Glenn actually has been doing some great posts. We had a an excellent conversation the other night that led down a rabbit hole of Dazed and Confused, (laughs) which was great. Uh, Let's see. Glenn says, this is Glenn from Arizona, former civilian. Thanks for mentioning my poll on the podcast. Personally, I think uh, Babylon five is one of the greatest sci-fi shows ever. And DS nine was the first Senator with a knife at Star Trek Ides of March. I definitely recommend rewatching Babylon five now. It is eerie how the politics of the show reflect those of today. It can be streamed on Amazon Prime, but not all of the made-for-TV movies are free, including the pilot. I recommend listening to the audio guide to Babylon 5 podcast um, as you do, or do a rewatch. And if you are into something a little more esoteric, there is also the name of the pod podcast. Babylon 5 can be a little rough, but it is... Uh, sorry, I'm blocking my screen here. Be a little rough, but is an argument against Star Trek of the early nineties in many ways. While its special effects can be spe- can be special, they did CGI before even George Lucas did, so some credit is due. I always thought of the story as a D and D game, a group played, and then the DM ad- adapted the adapted the <laughs> to a sci-fi world and wrote for TV. All right, thank you, Glenn. I am glad that you sent us an email. We hope to hear back from you again. Clay, I know that both you and I actually went back and uh, watched a little Babylon 5 this week, and it was my first time viewing it.
1: Uh, yeah, Babylon 5, man. Went back and watched the the first episode from the first season, and good lord, it looked like mm-hmm. a high school group had put it together. <laughs> it was rough, um, wasn't it? It was rough. It was rough, it was rough but uh, story wise, I mean I know that down the road it gets so much better, uh, and the payoff is there. Right. So I'm going to steam on through and continue to watch this. Um hopefully I'll get a couple more episodes in by the next week. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's right now though it's it's it shows its age. I'll
0: say that. So Yeah, those those uh CGI effects. Pretty rough. Man,
1: yeah. those CGI effects, good God. And, and the sound effects sound like it came from the old PlayStation 1, when you yeah. had the little boot-up music. But, yeah. I, uh, but uh, uh, still, it's a, it's a good series. It, it, it does get really good. Uh, I want to stick with end. it. So. I want to
0: stick with it. Of course, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, uh, one of my favorite comic book writers. Um, and of course, he was the creator of it. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to stick with it, but... I jump around so much, I'm not going to lie. Uh, if I don't, don't be surprised. But then again, it could be like Doctor Who. I come back to it uh, sporadically, and I'll watch. You know, you'll watch a season, and then you'll not watch anything for a month or more. And then you'll be like, hey, I'm going to watch some more Babylon 5. But I did dig what I saw. Uh, like you said, it's rough, but uh I'm interested. Kind of glad I finally got around to watching it, and I'm glad that everybody, or Glenn, uh, gave us a heads up on Amazon Prime. So, thank you, Glenn. Thanks for giving us our first email. We're excited. Uh, Don't forget, you can send emails to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Let us know what you think about the big uh, D.C. debate this week. Uh, news whatever so thanks again glenn all right clay it's that time where we give our weekly recommendation what have you got for us this week
1: man watch succession for the love of god it's so good it's on its second season right now uh it's just it's on hbo it's just so good brian cox is the man also, to, the Righteous Gemstones. Watch it. My mom is hey, watching hey, it hey. Of all people.
0: You only get one, but that's all right, because I'm going to kind of give two this week, too. Uh, <laughs> I've seen, the, I, Of course, I've seen the preview for Succession, and it does look good, and I would like to try and sit down and watch some of it. And I still haven't got to watch the Righteous, watch the Righteous Gemstones yet. <laughs> uh, I need to, because, you know, I love Danny McBride, and anything he does is just gold. The so, best
1: thing that the HBO did was giving Danny McBride an hour on this show.
0: I oh, an, an hour? hour? Instead of hour? 30
1: minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's so even good, better.
0: Alright, cool. So Mine this week was going to be which I've been talking about quite a bit Valkyrie, the new uh, Marvel Comics Valkyrie series, Jane Foster Valkyrie. Um, it's two issues in now and I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, between it and X-Men, I've uh, this comic renaissance I've been on here lately It's been great uh, Can't recommend it enough It's written by Jason Aaron Like I've said before um, If you're interested in the character Go back, check this out Check out his work on uh, Goddess of Thunder And that was going to be Which I guess it is now But uh, Clay, I've been this week um, I run out of podcasts to listen to I burned through everything that I normally listen to And I had heard great things about the Chern- Chernobyl podcast. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Okay, so you've seen the HBO miniseries Chernobyl. I did, yes. Yeah. It it's great. It's probably my favorite. It, it's the best mini, one of the best miniseries I've ever watched and my favorite one of the year. Uh, I've, I've not sat on the edge of my seat watching a show like that in years. I mean, you know, just said, well, okay, Game of Thrones notwithstanding, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, like, the the tension, the drama, the horror, it, it's just crazy. So good. Can't recommend it enough. But the podcast, so they did a podcast that uh, follows along episode to episode. It's five episodes. So you get five five podcast episodes, and they did a bonus one at the end. And um, if you like the show, you need to go listen to this because it gets some good insight into uh, some of the decisions they made and some of the stuff they left out from the story uh, and they have a nice bonus episode at the end featuring um, I forgot his name right now that played look look go or cow look I can't remember but the main uh, Russian scientist uh, check it out it's really good if you want if you're into the Chernobyl committee series so. That's it. That's our recommendations for this week, folks. And I think it was
1: Jared Harris is who you're thinking Jared about. Harris, by the yeah, way.
0: Thank you. I could not remember his name. I'm gonna have to start writing this stuff down, Clay, because I get on these roles and they just everything just yeah. you know, you just lose it. So but uh that's a wrap for this week, folks. You can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there and please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which, by the way, Clay, we got our first review on Apple Podcasts, and it was five stars. Um, I, was wow. meant to, I meant to I pull it up and uh, give props out to whoever sent that to us, but I was not prepared. So next week, I will try to get that out there. But uh, make sure you give us those uh, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook page yet, uh, just start from ramblings from nowhere and join us over there. We've had some good times. Like I said, I went into a deep dark, or not dark, but a, a, a nice conversation on uh, Dates and Confused this week. Uh, probably one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, you can find us on Twitter at at From Ramblings and on Instagram at rfn underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Again, thanks, Glenn, for being our first emailer. Can't wait to hear from everybody else. Uh, Clay, where can everybody find you at on social media?
1: Uh, They can either find me on Twitter at sweetjj1s or in my bed because I'm about to go to sleep. (laughs) I'm so tired. I hear you.
0: This one one went on a little longer than what we meant. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. I'm Jason Hull. He's Clay Dawson. And we are out. Goodbye.